One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to Brico Mode for the seventh episode. I'm joined by Carl Cusson, gun cricketer. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's uh, been a while now. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to get you on for a while, but it's good that you're finally here. Yeah, busy, busy schedule to <laughs> say the least. So, how did your cricket journey start? What got you into cricket? It's actually a really good question. I actually don't know. Uh, Dad and my brother played out the back of the house, and uh, yeah, just started playing from there, bowling on the little leg spinners and yeah. batting with a backwards cap yeah. whacking them through a few windows and whatnot. but uh, yeah nice and young two or three so yeah changed a bit from then not, not, not a bowler anymore yeah I feel like that's how every Aussie Aussie player starts their cricket journey in the backyard yeah it's the way to go yeah so who are some of your favourite cricketers growing up it's got to be Shane Warne it's, it's got to be Shane Warne um, the GOAT greatest of all time he was obviously inspiration in terms of bowling, cricket. He was he's obviously uh, best spinner of all time, best player to play. Batsman, I don't know. There's so many. Ricky Ponting, the goat, Smudge. Yeah, the second goat, the batting goat. Yeah, the the batting goat, definitely uh, Ponting to say the least. So you're a very aggressive batsman. What sort of um, players do you sort of take features out of their games? Just watching a lot of cricket, kind of just taking it all in and. Obviously, having a clear mind and a clear, you know, goal of what to do, and just be really um, have a lot of clarity on 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 your role. There's a bit of Hardik Panya. Oh, I don't mind watching him bat when he gets when he actually gets in. Oh, Aaron Hardy, absolute freak. There's there's lots of guys around the world that you can take stuff off, but it's just a matter of if it works out in the game or not. Really, I've always been naturally aggressive. Before we dig deeper into your outdoor cricket. I'd like to sort of go into a bit of your indoor stuff. So you've had some high representation on the indoor circuit, played for <laughs> WA in between 2013 to 2016 and have played for Australia on the 2015 World Cup in indoor. So how'd you get into indoor cricket? Um, I think I was about eight or nine. Dad was down at the centre. He used to play Monday nights down at Balladura. 
yeah, from then, used to go down and watch a few games. Um, they played, well, Dad played Monday, Tuesday, and my brother started playing once I started going down. So I think he was 16. Yeah, we just started playing indoor cricket and, um, yeah, fell in love with it. It was quick. It went out in the field all day. You're not out in the sun, to say the least. And it, it was, uh, yeah, obviously an hour. Everyone bats and bowls, have a, have a good go in the field, diving around. But yeah, it was about eight or nine. Went down with Dad and pretty much started playing like Monday night, Div 1, Div 2. Had like nine or ten, so that was a bit bit scary to say the least. It was good fun. Yep. So you obviously have achieved a lot in the indoor cricket area. What um what made you pursue high representation, or did they just come for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was as everyone loves to do as a, as a kid, and even now everyone loves to play sport. So it was just a matter of you know I could play it more, more. Like you know after school I'd go straight down the centre. I'd obviously hop off the bus. Walk down to the indoor centre. Mum would always ask, make sure I did my homework. Never did my homework. <laughs> but yeah, I was always down there from like four o'clock to you know late night, just playing around and cricket. Cricket, you know, it doesn't matter if it's indoor or outdoor. I just fell in love with it. Really, you know, I got lucky enough to to obviously go away for WA and came off in, in a couple of carnivals where obviously got I'd obviously done all right. It was good fun. I loved how quick pace it was. You know, you learn your reflexes and obviously the late cut. It was just all around good fun and obviously with a group of mates you go away for nine to ten days and what more better to do than play cricket. Exactly. What um when you <coughs> did go and play indoor cricket, how many games were you playing in a day? It just depends. Obviously we have our open day, which is um, obviously the ceremony. Oh god, I haven't been to one for a while. And then um, we have like a trial game that night. So you play um, so it was like New South Wales, Queensland, most of the states pretty much. You have a trial game and then pretty much the next day you're into it but i think the most games i played in a day was i think it was three one at nine o'clock one at three o'clock and then one at seven thirty. that was that was full-on day lots of recovery lots of water salts yeah just kind of resting on, on the um on the table getting the hammies done <laughs> tight hammies <laughs> getting a rub down yeah <laughs> indoor cricket yeah no i heard it all <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was always on the table um always going to make sure it's uh, nice and healthy you know, nice and loose when you go out there you don't want to be uh, you know tight and, and stiff so lots of water lots of foods um on the table as well and ada man side yeah so that's yeah that's ada side so that was it was a squad of 11 of us that went away i think it was 11 yeah 11 or 12 and uh yeah that was obviously the ada side 16 overs the open men's actually had an eight ball 16 over games when they went away for the first when um, my brother went away for the first time. I mean, they obviously had the World Cup that year, and they played eight ball overs, and I had no idea what it was. Obviously, scrapped that and back to six balls. And I look, I come down on a weeknight, and they got five ball overs now. So yeah. It's all, it's all, uh, it's all changing. Yeah. Do you have any notable indoor cricket stories from those trips? There is a few. I'm, I'm, there's a few I should tell you. You know, the usual. You know, you got a bunch of young young guys just you know, having a good time, having a laugh. Oh, I think one of the funniest ones was uh, I think we went to Mackay uh, I think it was my last trip and that was 2016 I think it was the first or second day we got there and um, they had these like motorised go-kart things like, like little ones me and my mate were just like oh you know we're going this had a bit of fun like, we were right in the beachfront and there was like a caravan park and we, we got on them we are just riding around and you know one thing led to another we are just you know taking a piss a little bit and then um I actually crashed into a caravan and um, we always got kicked out the first night we were there in accommodation uh, by the owners. So they weren't too happy about that. So yeah, me and my mate crashed a, a go-kart into a few caravans. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was pretty awkward. 15, 16 years old and you know, I thought, yeah, you're doing all right on a state trip and you're, uh, you're uh, in trouble with the manager and, and the coach for, uh, yeah, 
driving a go-kart into a caravan. So, yeah, that's probably the most notable one. Yeah, been the worst, 100%. <laughs> that's a great story. So I've got a stop for pop question, a segment on my show. So far in cricket, what are your aspirations? I've got my pop here with a question, and he says, what different approaches do you take when batting for indoor cricket versus outdoor cricket? It's all different, actually. I know people say it's, oh, it's, you know, it's not, but it kind of is. Obviously, indoor, you, you've got to try and score as much as you can, as quick as you can. But for me, indoor cricket, it's all about hitting the ball as late as you can. You, know, you go down to the weeknight stuff and everyone's like trying to hit sevens and you know, I'll do that as well during the weeknight. But yeah, when, when I used to go away, it was a matter of just hitting the ball into the ground, you know, obviously at the, at the best point of contact and trying to get it as high as you can to the side nets and, and to the side and the back. So it was, yeah, just a matter of obviously hitting the ball into the ground and trying to get it up high over those fielders in the front court and the back court. Whereas obviously outdoor, you can go over the top or obviously keep it down. But kind of the similar attributes, obviously in, in outdoor, once you're out, you're out indoor you're out and it's only a five run penalty have another go son. yeah that's it yeah <laughs> have another dip you know um but yeah it's obviously outdoor cricket in the shorter formats you've obviously got less time to kind of you know, give yourself so you know that's why i actually enjoy open the batting sometimes you know when i come in you know there's no five fielders out and you know i can't just go for a dip and i'll get out to the boundary fielders so that's why i don't mind opening go from ball one really it's how i've always played and Love it. Um, yeah, indoor crickets, it's a bit different. You know, there's a whole lot of different balls you can bowl on the third ball or I've been out countless <laughs> times and all sorts of random random junk, as I say. Yeah. We had you fill in for us. In <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we had you fill in for us in the indoor cricket game. We've obviously got a team down in Balcatta called yep. Howard's Heroes. A couple wins for us, a couple championships for the Kings. We had you fill in one night yep. and you know, we, we've heard about you big national superstar, indoor <laughs> cricket superstar. We thought we paid big money for the import and turns out things didn't really go to plan. No, they didn't. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> at all. Jeez, that was a funny night. I think we lost by like one or two. You made up, up for it with the ball. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think I think, yeah, I think we made like 90 or something and um, I think their first partnership like, I think it was like 20 and then their second partnership hit like 50 and we're like oh you know, this is done I'm like you know we're still on I then got down to like the last over and it was like two or three runs it's a fair effort by the boys but uh, yeah too many dismissals from you yeah, yeah definitely I think yeah I reckon there was about four stumping about five <laughs> catches on the back net yeah not, not a great night with a stick to say the least <laughs> Yeah, that was very entertaining. Got my money's worth at least. Yeah, you did. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's it, yeah. So, obviously, you've achieved all of those things with the indoor. You obviously play outdoor, and in your juniors, you've been in some WA squads. You've been in the 2015-16 under-15 squad, and then in the under-17 squad. So, how did you get selected into those teams my last year of 13s that year i had a pretty good year uh that year i had a pretty good year with the ball and bat having a having a slog to cow corner every every <laughs> second ball it was a lot, a lot easier back then everyone's nice and small and i was the only i was still the same, same size as i am now so it was uh didn't have to uh, middle them all the time and you know they'd go so yeah the old slog to cow corner dummy um pretty well then and um yeah got lucky enough to i think i got a, a letter in, in the mail got asked to come down for the, for the squad and uh, it's actually funny enough I've got a really good story it was after the pre-season training we had I think it was on a Monday or Tuesday morning school holidays and um, the night before we just got home from an indoor carnival because I I, I I ate a lot I decided to eat two packets of Krispy Kreme donuts or two boxes <laughs> I was at 24 yeah <laughs> on the plane throwing my guts up on the plane no good 
and then had to do a, a 5k time trial <laughs> the next day so that was that was um yeah that was horrible coaching staff weren't too happy and they're like oh what's going on it's like oh I'm just telling the truth you know we had a good carnival and decided to you know treat myself a little bit Treated myself a little bit too much. Yeah, got lucky enough to get selected in that. Did training. Five days a week, so obviously the, the club stuff, Tuesday, Thursday. Obviously Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, or some Fridays as well. Yeah, it was bowling on, on Mondays and then batting on Wednesdays. Yeah, got lucky enough to get selected in that. Played in a couple of carnivals at uh, Guildford Grammar. That was good fun. Extremely different. Obviously, the hot weather we have so to make up any lost weight in water, so have to chug down five or six litres of water the night before we come out again. But yeah, it was all, all good fun, teenager. Best thing you do, you get time off school to play cricket, so you can't complain, really. Yeah, you can't complain with that. So how did your wacker experiences help improve your cricket? They did, but they didn't at the same time. Like, I can't bowl anymore. Yeah. The actions all changed. Uh, we'll work on that over the over the, um, the pre-season break. So in terms of you know, fielding, batting, bowling, everything, you, you, you pick up things our batting coach we had um had voters down a few times craig simmons a few other guys jl was there a lot obviously um with the the wa squad obviously they give insights of of you know how they went about their cricket and you know that good to listen to and but yeah it's you always take little bits and pieces from everything it's more so the the mental side of things you're there then you're obviously good enough that it's a matter of you know the mental side of things that uh, obviously play demons when you're out there but yeah there's there's so much stuff that you learn about it's yeah, it's actually good i still obviously use some of it now there are things that you you know you take with you for your whole journey playing cricket really when you're getting coaching in those really professional sort of environments, do they try and shape how you play or do they work with how you want to play? A bit of both. Obviously, they want the, the textbook way um, and I was, wasn't, was well, I was, but I wasn't. Yeah, it was a bit of both. Obviously, they, they try to change a few things that, um, you know, they think that might work. It doesn't work, look, that's fine. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of, lot of things that, that they, they do try and at the end of the day you know that you, you've naturally done it so they're not going to try and fix it too much but yeah, obviously like a few things point of contact technique their heads falling over or just little things that you know make actually a, a quite a lot of difference that yeah probably be the only few things that you, you'd probably kind of take away from from that as well if a player scoring runs and he has a unique stance then it's like somehow not a problem mm, and then as soon definitely. as he fails it's all because of the technique. Yeah, definitely. And it's yeah. so, and it's very outcome oriented. But then you have, I think Ponting talks about a lot, like all the fundamentals, like with head position and stuff like that, like point of contact that you're talking about, which is what is probably more important to look at because it's so hard to all be Sean Marsh textbook. Like <laughs> he's he's uh yeah that's that's about as textbook as it gets really. <laughs> Even then he's textbook, but then he's not like as good as he's done. It's not like he's got Steve Smith average. Yeah, no. So, it's, I mean, you look at you look at Steve Smith and Marnus; they're all different. But yeah, you know, Steve Smith's is the goat. That technique that he has, you can't coach that. You can't change it, and you you just gotta not so much deal with it. But it's yeah, it's just something that doesn't come around very often. Clearly working. So, um, and obviously Marnus, you know, textbook still, but um, obviously has obviously has his um, his little things that he does and taken from the the goat smudge. No one's sure Marsh or you know those kind of players. Ricky Ponting, they're all different in their own way really it's just a matter of how you, you tackle it out there in the middle yeah definitely I sort of mentioned that you're an aggressive player I've obviously just started playing cricket and from my experience like batting in the nets is one thing but then when you get out in the middle and you want to perform it's a different thing how do you stick to that aggressive mindset back yourself in and 
sort of just trust yourself? I think it's just being clearer, not so much about your role in the team, but it's just a matter of clear-minded, really. If, you, if you've got things that, you know, not so much you're worrying about, you're thinking about, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, having a, a clear mind, a clear head, and, and just realistically, it's it's really simple, just backing yourself. And if you're there, then you know you're, you're good enough to do that. I can't believe it's, what's it, your third season now? Fourth season? Second full season. Yeah. Second full season, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think just a matter of just being you know, really clear and, and um, backing, you know, backing your durability. And you know, if it comes off, fantastic. But look, you know. It's there's always next game, and you know we've obviously been really clear about it as well. It's really simple, really. With that, do you think time and experience and sort of things you learn along the way, do you reckon you might alter how you bat, or do you think you're so invested in your style that it's just gonna you're just gonna try and make it work? Yes and no. Obviously, there's there's situational stuff. Like if you're you know your side's in a bit of trouble and it's it's a little different, you can't exactly um, you know just. You know, going for a dip really. I just gonna be going for a slog to cow every <laughs> ball and you know walk at the bowler and, and whatnot. But I think everything's there's always situational stuff. Like obviously opening the battings, it's it's a lot easier. There's obviously no fielders out apart from two. So it's you know if you get a ball that's half there, then you can kind of back yourself. You know it's going to go because of you know if you're going to back yourself and you're going to you know you're going to throw everything at it. But I think there's there's obviously everything. I've tried to fix a few things and it hasn't exactly worked but that's all trial and error really what works what feels good what doesn't once once you get that one or two scores then you you feel refreshed and you're like okay this is actually going to work and it's you know it's i'm putting in the effort it's just not exactly coming off but you know i'm there it's happened to me a few times but kind of going back to what worked and it's so far it's, it's done all right <laughs> yeah definitely i f- the hardest thing is when you're trying to play in a certain way and you don't have that form because cricket is so such a roller coaster. Definitely, it's so easy to doubt how you're going about it. There's a balance though, because you want to be able to sort of learn from the mistakes, but stick to how you want to play. You know, you don't have to make huge changes. Cricket is a fine game. You can make subtle changes in so many things, which can pay huge dividends. So obviously, we play down at Balcata together do talk a little bit about Balcata so we can have we batted together yet I don't think we have that's a good question I, I think, think I reckon we've played quite a few games together now we have and I've taken a few of your catches yeah but on those little half trackers yeah. little bullies <laughs> yeah yeah I think it's because you open and I come in at number nine <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it goes yeah I need about more time then yeah exactly tell us about I don't know it doesn't have to be one moment but some of your favorite moments at at Balcata and what you love about oh, the place. There's so many. There's just a lot of random stuff, really. There's two or three that stand out. Um, first grade debut, one of the main ones. Get the baggy. That was that was um, pretty surreal. Playing alongside my brother. Trying to get the old man down for a game, but uh, he's not too keen. <laughs> obviously, playing with my brother in the first team as well. That's that's been um, really good to obviously play alongside him and you know, not have to worry about um, you know, trying to meet everyone and whatnot. It's just kind of you know made it a little bit easier on on me. Those two are the you know the real main ones I think any moment that anyone gets breaks a bat or, or something happens it's always pretty funny <laughs> or the tin bat as we like to say yeah. that, was, that was pretty bad yeah one of the more memorable moments the tin bat so yeah got chirped by Egan about that what are some of your cricket ambitions I think everyone's ambition for, for anything um, you know for footy whether it's footy playing AFL or um, soccer playing for the Socceroos or if it's obviously cricket 
playing for Australia. It's it's always been my dream, and still trying to, to work hard and you know put that time in and, and determination that I uh, kind of lost a few years ago. Trying to trying to get that back and really enjoy it as well. That's the main thing. If you're uh, enjoying cricket and enjoying the people around you, then um, obviously that goes a long way. You know, if you you know if you're not enjoying it, then it's a bit tough to kind of put that extra little bit of work in. But yeah, obviously everyone wants to play cricket for Australia, and that's still my goal. It's just a matter of about having fun with your mates on the weekend, getting getting away from obviously work and home and whatnot it's always uh, good to have a laugh state cricket obviously love to to play state cricket it's like everyone's dream really want to you know, play at the highest level when you said you had that dip in motivation and love for the game i feel like that seems to be a common trend amongst high performing junior athletes when they sort of lose that momentum and maybe get out of a few teams can lose their love and passion for the game it's good to see that you're back on fully loving the game and that passion to improve because it's so easy to just stop playing sport because you're not on that huge upward trend not as playing as high as you want but still enjoying the sport for what it is and playing with your mates and playing sports yeah that's it i mean i think it's, it's like anything really we always you know it was something that we always love and then you know something happens and it's like well you, it's not the main priority you know i lost that probably three four years ago in the last couple of years, I've tried to got it back, and um, yeah, look, it's 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 getting there. There's still um, you know still getting out, but I'm still end of the day, I'm still a cricket nuffy. I still love cricket. It's one of those things. It's, it's a matter of just kind of fighting through those those hard times and, and getting through. Just yeah, pushing yourself as, as much as you can and sticking clear of any negativity as well. It's it's a massive thing, and if you get through that, really, it's well, it's funny cricket. Like you say, oh, as a batsman, like you could have a bad game, and but you got out to an absolute seed, and you sort of like reflect on a game or something and it's like for the textbook definition it's a fail if you're looking at outcomes it's like you didn't really like you only get one opportunity to fail yeah and it's like one of those sports where it's sometimes hard to assess how you're going if you don't if you're getting a a poor streak of luck where i'm going with that is my question is like how do you keep yourself accountable to how you want to play when sometimes cricket you know what you might make one mistake but it might not be a true reflection of your improvement or how you're going it's like anything really you're obviously going to have your bad days and you're going to have good days but it's it's a matter of about balancing the two and two together so obviously everyone's going to get a good ball or they're going to play a bad shot and you know you're filthy with yourself Obviously, as per you, the, the big dummy spit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one time, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just about balance, really. Obviously, you're going to get the good with the bad, so it's just a matter of balancing it out, staying clear of you know. You, you got to back yourself as well, and, and putting in the the effort at training, and that's the main thing as well is putting in that effort at training and you know, doing the little things, the extra hours, you know, after training. So as I said, it's like anything. You're going to have your bad days, you're going to have your good days. It's just a matter of how you balance the two together, really. The best thing I could say, yeah, as I said, it's it's like anything. Perfect words of wisdom, not to get too high or too low. Cricket emotional roller coaster. So my last question to you before you ask me a question is, what separates cricket from other sports? Because I know you, you do play footy. You know, obviously cricket's your main love. What separates it from any other sport that you've played? All sports are, are kind of similar in a way. You know, I obviously played footy for a little while now. Finals last year and had an absolute stinker on, on the semi-final day but you get them with the, as I said you get them with the good days and the bad days I've always loved playing sport it's always you know something we've all grown up with I think it's just a you know Australian thing it's always sport or, you know whether it's cricket footy soccer always doing some sort of sport I think it's just the, the team morality really 11 guys on a field you're all you know good mates together and look you're obviously trying to win obviously when the time to 
does come, then you want to um, obviously put in that effort as much as you can and, and leave everything out in the field. Um, you know, end of the day as well, you, you're having a drink with the guys, having a laugh, getting together really. It's like footy as well. You know, you're playing with all your mates. I think it's one of the most basic things that's very looked over. It's just enjoying it with your friends and um, and having a good time. Too true. I think my favourite thing with cricket compared to all the sports I've played is how long the game actually goes for. Like, it can go over two weeks. Like, you can be in the middle of a game and you've got a whole, especially, like, at a club level, we're going to play one week on a Saturday, then you continue the game the next week, and you're training all week and you're still, like, in the middle of a game. It's a bit mm. unique, isn't it? It is, yeah. It, it definitely is. It, it's one of those games where it's it ebbs and flows with the good and the bad. But, yeah, it's the team morality things. I like working, you know, alongside that. You know, you, you could uh, end up getting a team out all out before um, the, the day's play and then um, big, send out big eggs to go for a dip and he might get out so he's not doing much the following week. Yeah, when am I doing much? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a specialist fielder, mate. Yeah. You are on the weekend, actually. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, it's good fun. Last question will be you to me Yeah. and we'll see where this goes because sometimes I have questions that are quite, ends up being quite expansive and then you get a few more basic simple question so what have you got for me well it, it is a basic question but it's it's not at the same time i was spiritual carl today <laughs> what kind of got you into cricket? i know everyone has their own story of how they got into career but obviously you know with you you've obviously started quite late you know you've only played two full seasons so i think my question to you was you know what kind of made you get into cricket how it worked for me was with my story is I played one or two years in like like very young and I was the actually junior cricket the yeah, good fun I was a, I was a keeper uh, keeper yeah yeah right so, Brooksy with the gloves yeah I had the ghillie gloves the orange <laughs> gloves and anyways I used yeah, to open good. the batting I, I was alright at bowling because I was pretty big when I was younger the big dog uh, amongst the group yeah, but I, <laughs> apparently my mum told me I didn't actually realise this because this was more probably a parent chat they weren't very happy because I was do- doing too much so I got to keep bowl and open the batting it was meant to be real equal opportunity for everyone so yeah definitely the, definitely the big dog yeah so I didn't <laughs> and I think I stopped enjoying it as much when I had when I got pulled back my opportunity mm. but also when we had to register for cricket it was during the footy season and no. I was like so into footy obviously just all footy based and then, determined and yeah, whatnot and then thinking about 40 degrees in the sun i sort of i don't know i didn't i i sort of regret it but it is what it is now i don't blame you 40 degrees <laughs> in the sun having a field all day you're in the middle of nowhere chasing leather all day yeah, yeah. i don't blame you yeah it is what it is eh? i can't even remember what i was doing back then but what when i went when i got into high school i went into rowing as my summer sport actually yeah that was better than playing cricket to be honest and what i've learned from rowing how i got back into cricket yeah obviously i still loved cricket and i played like went to the nets occasionally still played like down at the school with mates and stuff like Mm. that and i'll still like love watching test cricket i'm still a nuffy (laughs) but i never like played outdoor just because it was like it's one of those things i feel like when you when you start playing it's hard to stop playing yeah but someone like just every year says someone at the back of your head time to sign up yeah exactly and then what got me back into cricket was actually tate tate robbo yeah tate robbo so he was filling in it was one of the low grades od3 or something OD, i think it must have been like od4 I'll, t- I'll tell you a little story with that i got uh, i filled in and this is where dave taught i reckon dave our president he says this every time like he tries to talk to someone about how weird my bowling is he always brings back the memory when I first bowled and, and I was like, when I first started bowling my spin, I was like, I ran in a lot quicker, like tried to be like Rashid Khan. And he always tells the story of like how he was just laughing and 
Dave's got some um, some really weird stories, to say the least. <laughs> he does. Anyways, yeah, I filled in for a game with Tate. I played two games. I batted. I got stumped off a medium pacer. Huh? Um, Sorry, what? Yeah, the key was up to the stumps. Oh no! And yeah. You just missed it. Going yeah. for a big slog? Nah. And then I, I got, and then and then I nicked off in one game to like a fourteen-year-old. Oh no! Like and then I, and then I'm so, just thinking, why am I playing? <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'm actually like no good at it. Just all confidence just so going like, down. When I play at the school with my mates and stuff, like I feel like Don Bradman. <laughs> and then I was going out to play park cricket. Yeah, and then I was getting nicked off to like a 14, 15 year old. In so all, all self confidence. Yeah, is it was gone. But then yeah. this is this is what brought me back. We played a game like Claremont ways. I'm not sure who we were playing. I batted the whole innings. So this is funny. Oh, yeah, I remember. So Xavier. Made 50 runs. I reckon he got dropped three times. Standard. Yeah. And he no surprise ma- from Zave as well. And he got he made 50. So he, I'm pretty sure he made the same amount of runs as me. And I batted the whole innings. And he batted like 10 overs. That's uh, that's all changed now with you. Yeah. So. But I batted the whole innings like hell slow. Just because I wanted some time in the middle. And I got because I got to open. I think it was Muller who made me open. So thanks for that, Muller. That's the reason I'm still playing today. He's, had a, he's actually had a really good season this yeah. year. Yeah. And then I made the 50. Batted the whole innings. And won, won, won us a game with two bowls left oh here we go here we go <laughs> this is the only time i've ever, ever like done saying good for the team and won us the game so that's why it's a fond memory so i stepped across the off stump pulled this medium pacer 14 year old as well Nah, he was older he was <laughs> at least 40 <laughs> yeah. Done his time. and that's what got me back in playing for balcata then i think i ended up finishing off the season and didn't do really well in a couple more digs and then I decided to get more into it the following season. The round one was played, and I didn't even know about it, so I didn't do any like preseason or anything. Mm, I think I remember this. And then yeah. this is when I, and then I turned up. Yeah. In OD four. The big dog, he's Firstly. back. And then, and then I was like, yeah. This is it. This, this is, is the one for me. And it sort of has gone downhill from there <laughs> with the batting. <laughs> I but will, I will say though, like you, you're playing from a, a low grade and. Obviously, you had your debut this season with first grade. What was that like in terms of, you know, the debut for first grade? And obviously, there's a big difference from everything, you know, playing the lower grades to coming through to the twos, obviously the threes and twos, and then into ones. <laughs> so are you interviewing me now? Yeah, no, I just want to... Just, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, good, fair it's enough. It's a good question. Um, yeah, it is true. I feel like when I was playing lower grades, it was more just like... Have a bit of fun. Yeah, kind of exactly. Have yeah. a bit of a dip. It didn't really... Like, I wanted to win for Balcatta. It was really good to experience because now I feel like I've played with nearly everyone at Balcatta. So when everyone's at the club, like I've played a yeah. few games with everyone, which is really, really cool. It's it's way different, obviously, when you start moving up the grades. But I think what happens is, you know, I've got way less of a role. I still want to, like, perform that role well. When I play OD4 with two games... With with Bory, he um he opened <laughs> me Bory. he opened me in the batting and the bowling, <laughs> so it's pretty handy. Um, so it's like hell fun Big to get the opportunity with that when you play higher. It's more of an honour, and then you sort of like w- whatever you do is is feels more more worthy. So like twenty to thirty runs like coming in late feels like, 50 like a, a good 50, yeah. 60 like in the lower grade so I c- I've just got to impact where I can and obviously there's the harder opposition I'm pretty grateful to have the opportunity to play first grade because like uh, to be honest, I still feel like nowhere where I want to be is like a cricket. I think, I think definitely your best cricket's still ahead as well. It's good to play with you, to say the least. It's um, even though we didn't bat together. Yeah, well, soon, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, open the batting. Yeah, maybe one day. It'll it'll come definitely. I think um, yeah, definitely. It's it's one of those things where it's. Obviously, with the lower grades, it's all about having fun and, and having a dip and having a couple of drinks. But you get the first grade, and it's all especially the teams that you play against. They're all uh, nice and fiery, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's all different. It's um, it's good fun to say the least. 
But uh, yeah, hopefully one day, instead of uh, bowling your half trackers and um, we'll, uh, open the batting, or we'll finally get to bat together. Tell you what, the the day I can bowl leg spinner like you, I'll be the next Shane Warner first grade. Well, I mean, with your actions, it'd be hard. I can't, I can't, I can't bowl a leg. You spinner. just bowl I, I bowled one leg spinner, and it was on. Ground. I think it was. I think I was facing you in the <laughs> nets or something. <laughs> I, I've never. I can't. When the day I can bowl a leg spinner, the day I can not bowl a half tracker <laughs> or a fully. Like, leg wickets. spin is so hard. Like I used to bowl offies. Actually, it's funny. I used to bowl offies. Off spin. Yeah. Or and then like sockies. Like oh no, not left no. arm, but like um, just like Steve O'Keefe. I, I pull it out occasionally, like the round arm. I don't know. I tried to get Buddha to teach me how to spin it. He He's tried. A freak. He tried and it didn't work and he's an so, absolute freak yeah he can if i could spin it like that that'd be good he's, he's i think he's what 50 53 and he turns the ball about two meters yeah it's ridiculous yeah like he's it. great to say with well, one thing with buddha though you know he doesn't have a change of balls just leg spin so it's just play for the spin and you're right there's no wrong or anything i wish i could just have that stock wrong <laughs> sorry the stock leggy yeah i mean i think your bowling's definitely a lot better than my uh, little uh little tweakers off the long run yeah <laughs> maybe off the long run but i tell you what you've got a lot of potential with that that leg spin but too busy um focusing on your batting yeah it's one of those things it's it's uh taken over but um yeah definitely through the pre-season dad and i are going to work on a few things so i'm i'm um, definitely keen to get a to get a hold of that and um hopefully next year we'll get a bit of a bowl and got a few tricks up my sleeve that i'm not going to tell anyone I've never been out of bowl a wrong and <laughs> ever, as that. a leg spinner. I'll teach you. That's it's, the, it's the stock that's, ball. That's the only one. The top yeah. of the, the wrong and it's my stock. But yeah, there's there's a few things planned for, for the next six to eight months. Keen to get back into it, to say the least. Can influence a game, not just with your batting and your fielding, but then being able to come on and take my overs off me, then it'll be good because then I can just run waters for you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's... Uh, Oh, I mean, the 40-degree days, you know, that'll, that'll definitely help. I think, yeah, last year, you weren't exactly hanging around the club too much. And then... Uh, That's what it was. Oh, towards the later part of it. Yeah. Not, not early doors. You're still kind of new to the club. Yeah. But it finally met you and um, turned into absolute cricket nuffies. <laughs> it was the one day that I regret. I think we were at oh, JP yeah, at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Three, what time? Four. About 4 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, about 6, 7 hours. Lucky Jen came to the club. Yeah, definitely. She's the hero of the club. No up. water. I think we had about five liters of water that just went in like the first hour. Yeah, Jeez, phones that... overheated. No, oh, I was so so burnt and I was. I, I literally had I had pad tan. <laughs> I had literally had pad tan. It was really really bad. Before well, there we, was some. Now before we end this, I've got to tell the story of when we went to the nets near yours and we had the the wanger out. What happened there? And I nicked you off about. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> And every, if anyone's batted with um or bowled to Carl in the nets, nothing's out. So he could hit the top net, sky, and he'd be like, oh, that's carried. I middled that. But that's my favourite thing but about bowling to Carl in the nets. You you're know, a batsman, mate. You're never out in the nets. <laughs> and as a bowler, everything's, everything's out in the nets. Out, exactly. So but this is ridiculous. So I'm normally when I bowl with a wang and a curl, mooses me pretty well. But this day, I don't know, he was off or something. And tired. I was on, I was on actually, I was, I'm inconsistent with that thing, but I was bowling. You were rapid. I was bowling good areas that day. And I was just bowling like drivable balls, and he kept going for them, and he just kept nicking them. I just, nick, I reckon Everything. I nicked off about four in a row, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm done. I reckon I got him up to nearly ten nicks. Pretty much most. I reckon there was only two of them where he said like, oh yeah, that's carried. Half of them was all oh, that didn't carry. That's gone wide. As I said, mate, you're a batsman in the nets. If it's 
not to the wicket keeper. The good thing on when you're having a bad day at cricket, you're out and that you're done. It's not like you can get out eight times in one day. Yeah, how good is that? Imagine if that was just normal cricket. Just um, I'd just stay out there for the whole day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just well, keep, minus, keep coming out, boys. It's minus five. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that would be I'd still somehow end up on like 10 or something. <laughs> That'd be terrible. A few stumpings, a few bolts. Yeah. Caught it long on, long off. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's going to wrap up the show. Thanks for coming on, Carl. We'll have to get you back on. Sorry, I have to get you back on sometime with another guest and do a little three-way Balcata episode. I think the, uh, the big brother to come on. Yeah, exactly for sure. Yeah, tell Busy some schedule. tell some good stories. There, there is a few. There is a few. I'm not going to say any, but there is there is very few bad ones. Yeah, very very bad ones. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Carl. I appreciate your time. Thanks, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. A little insight and everything. It's um, been great to have a chat. Yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed that and can learn something from the great man, the superstar. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.